Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. And you can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on danaglennsmith.com and warn-usa.com. Warren Radio is on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music and Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. And do not miss the featured posts this week of our in-depth biblical articles and radio shows on danaglinsmith.com and warn-usa.com Revelation Stark Vision On danaglinsmith.com Manifest Deliverance Present Evil World World Government's Global Chaos Eye of the Lord Upon the Righteous on warn-usa.com Dead to Sin Book of Romans Part 11 on Sound the Shofar Fear the Lord Isaiah's Prophetic Book Part 84 on Battle Lines Policies, Persecution and Faith of Persecuted Believers of Jesus Christ on Warren Radio and do not miss these Warren Radio episodes from September 27th through the 29th. Wednesday's Advocacy Show, Kingdom Gospel, Kingdom War, Missions, Christianity, Global Persecution, Christian Faith. Thursday's Battle Lines, Isaiah's Series, No Justice, No Peace, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 190 on Battle Lines. And Friday's Sound the Shofar, Kingdom War and the Coming King, Heavenly Fire, Part 5. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. The Rising details a takeover of America. There's danger and intrigue. The nation is at risk and dark forces are plotting to bring this country into the globalist new order. And hidden within the storyline of the rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you can get your copy on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Walmart, Angus & Robertson, and many more. And the Rising ebook can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn.
Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah. Greetings. Welcome to another Friday edition of Sound the Shofar. I was thinking moments ago of Aaron Russo. I interviewed him a long time ago, before he got cancer. And uh, I agreed with him on a lot of the stuff. If you've never seen his uh, video, and he did, he was on lots of videos and everything, but uh, it's called Welcome to the Reservation. You know, the Indians, he would say, that uh, they were on the reservation and they wanted to be free. And that was a struggle. Now, I'm not relating this exactly as he would say it. It's These are thoughts when I'm thinking about Aaron Russo, what he impressed upon me. That Americans that are non-Indian would find out what the reservation is, and he maintained all of America is a reservation. Wasn't supposed to be that way. And as we look at today's show, this series is called The Kingdom War and the Coming King. The Coming King is Yahshua, Jesus Christ. His coming will come at the close of the tribulation when he puts down the dark one. At any rate, I'm not discussing all the other different theological proclivities that Christians have regarding all this. But there is a kingdom war going on right now. There's one in the spiritual realm concerning the end of days and the apocalypse and controlling the nations. There's another kingdom war in America to destroy America and overthrow America. Now whether you want to believe what I tell you is up to you. But I was told categorically a very long time ago when I married and I sat down with my new wife I told her what was coming and the main phrase I told her was America as you know it will cease to exist and I've said that from time to time over the years but I've worked to bring the word of God to people to let them draw close to the Lord and throughout the years as I saw everything happening the words that I were told I was told and I was also shown three visions I don't talk about them much every once in a while but I don't describe them Excuse me. And one of the reasons is I wanted people to hope and learn from the Word of God and not hope in whatever dream I may have had or vision. And they were visions because I was totally encapsulated in this thing. At any rate, whether 
you think it's true or not right now is irrelevant. Because the words I, were, I was told has been so long ago and I followed it all the way and it proved true at every turn. I really don't care whether you believe me. It doesn't make a bit of difference. I do care that you listen to the Word of God and let the Spirit of God lead you. Because I can tell you that America as you know it has already ceased to exist. And so the kingdom war right now is whether or not the American people are going to rise and stop the Biden administration and the Democrats from controlling this country and leading it into a Klaus Schwab World Economic Forum, United Nations world. One where they have all the power, all the say-so. One where they will attempt to move everybody into various locations. No more living out in the country. No more living outside of what they say. And this is real. We studied this many, many years ago. We studied Barack Obama as well. And a lot of the things that happened we already talked about a long time ago. This stuff is not new. What they're doing is not new. The only thing we didn't cover is what you might eat. Now, thanks to uh, Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, we now can eat bugs. Thank you very much, Klaus, but you can stick your bugs. They've also decided in D.C. that you're going to fix your house up the way they want to for climate, or they will take it from you, and you will live somewhere else. They will take your home over, they will remake it and then rent it out because what they want is no ownership and just renters. Because these globalists want to own the planet. But unfortunately for them, they do not own the planet. They are mere residents, and if God Almighty took all the oxygen off of the earth, all these pompous fools would be dead along with the rest of us. But you can thank God as a God of mercy, because he isn't going to destroy them that way, lest he would destroy the others who look to him for redemption. So the kingdom war and the coming king is relevant right now. That kingdom war in the spiritual realm has been going on for a long time. They have been plotting this every step of the way. And everything you've seen from the moment Biden got in there, even before it was all planned. And of course, they do some last-minute planning. But before Biden got in, and I've said this before, I was told that the Biden administration, there would be a coup d'etat. But I was, said, I was told directly that it was not a coup d'etat to get rid of Biden, per se. It was a coup d'etat that would flow out of the Biden administration in order to overthrow America. And that's exactly what they've been doing. Biden himself will become the casualty of the very woke people that he walks around with. And so 
a lot of the issues that you face today, your your country, America, is overrun by people who would love nothing better to kill as many Americans as they could in order to take over their homes, houses, and jobs. These people, the ones who are doing this, hate America. They do not want, and they don't want any independent nation to exist. That's including Israel. These people, even today, and this word comes from our contacts in various places, and it's no secret, all you have to do is do the research and all the information's on the internet, every bit of it. So we will look at this, but this episode is fighting God. This is part six of the kingdom war and the coming king. You see, fighting God, which in simple English means to go against the will and purposes of the Lord God. That's simple. To resist his will. To resist his word and go on your own. And that's what man does. And this week we're looking at fighting God, but we're also going to take a look at some of the examples of the children of Israel. Now you see, I cover a bunch of this in our Isaiah series, since its focus is Israel. So you can get an in-depth of how this works by listening to our Isaiah series. We're in part 191 this week. We already did that one. Next week will be part 192. So we'll be going through some of the scriptures. And we're going to talk about the 12 spies. Now, you may say, what does this have to do with America? The thing of it is is what we see with the children of Israel is the sovereignty of God and how he deals with his people and how they try to make up their own minds and go against him. You see in Numbers 13, 1 through 24, you know, the children of Israel are out of Egypt. And so they come to a place where the Lord has Moses choose 12 spies to go into Canaan. And they were looking to enter into the promised land. And God would bless them. Of course, in doing all this, they would make war and defeat if there was judgment on Canaan. So they were to see the land and what it's like, verse 18. To see the people that dwell there, that's verse 18. To see if the people are strong or weak, few or many, that's verse 18. Now you see, the Lord knows all things. He knew that when he sent the spies in, a lot of the people would have, so to speak, misforgivings. And we will discuss some of that. To see what land they dwell in, whether it is good or bad, verse 19. To see what cities they be in that they dwell in. To see whether they live in tents or strongholds. To see what the land is, whether it be fat or lean. I mean, why would you take over land if it won't produce food? To see if there's wood or not. 
But see, the one thing, in order to take over anything, there were to be of good courage. And they were to bring back the fruit of the land. Not only because the people needed the fruit to eat on their journey, but to show proof of what the fruit was like. Now see, I'm going to make a little interjection here. They were specifically, whenever God sends people out, he always tells them they got to be of good courage and do not fear. Well, what is coming to the world will make you split your britches. Or worse. You have to be of good courage. Now see, we've been teaching, not us, but the standard church for ages, eons, since the beginning of the church almost. When the apostles' influence died out and they started collecting pieces of the writings. The deceit began. Paul said there would enter in those people who would not spare the flock, the church. But you see today, if you're going to win this, If you're going to make sure that America stays America, America needs to stand up right now. Now there are some in Texas that are opposing everything that they're doing and there needs to be more states to stand up. Now whether they do, I don't know. But whether they do or not, you're going to need courage and faith. And you could also die. High likely, a lot of people are going to die. A lot. Because China and Russia are opposed. Now China buddy buddies with Klaus Schwab. And Klaus Schwab is enamored with China and how they get the people to control them. What that fat-ass German doesn't know, or he ignores, is the fact that China oppresses the Uyghurs and Christians, along with other religious groups, as well as their own people. China lost a lot of people during covid Now you see the one thing about going in to the promised land at this point. I believe the Lord God definitely knew that these people didn't have the courage once they saw those things. I don't think any of this was a surprise to God. But see God, you know, the children of Israel sinned and God was angry and they rejected going into the promised land and God was going to destroy them and Moses interceded for God and God relented And so it says in Numbers 14, 20 through 24, And the Lord said, I have pardoned according to thy word. That's Moses' word. This is big stuff. 
But as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of God of the Lord. Because all those men which have seen my glory, my miracles, which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, have tempted me now these ten times, and have not hearkened to my voice. And these are the leaders which decided they wouldn't do it. And so they disobeyed the Lord ten times. <clears throat> and so he issues a judgment. Surely they shall not see the land which I swear unto their fathers. Neither shall any of them that provoked me see it. But my servant Caleb, because he has another spirit with him, and has followed me fully, him I will bring into the land whereunto he went, and his seed shall possess it. The other one was Joshua. But of the original, these are the ones they're talking about, not their children. These are the ones that were going to wander around the desert until they all die. They would never see the promised land. And for that matter, the only way Moses saw the promised land was looking into it from a high peak. Now after 40 days, the 12 spies returned. Verse 25 of Numbers 13. And so these, these spies, and it says, they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of them and showed them the fruit of the land. Verse 27, And they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest, and surely it flows with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Now see, this is the issue. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great, and moreover we saw the children of Anak there. These are giants. The Amicalites dwell in the land in the south, and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. Now verse 30, this is Caleb. This, this is the one that God said is going to go with me into the, you know, he's going to go into the promised land and his seed shall possess it forever because he has followed me whole, holy. And this is what Caleb says right away. First one to issue something. He says, And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and say, then said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. Now see, here's the answer, verse 31. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. Verse 32, now this is the issue. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof, and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the son of Anak, which come of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, so we were in their sight." So to put it short, God, now this was a test. This didn't surprise the Lord. Because if you're going to go into the promised land, if you're going to possess, you can't be cowards. They forgot that God was with them. It was going to be, you know, by their own hand. 
Well, when you read later in the children of Israel, after 40 years and everything, finally get into the land. I mean, it mentions Caleb going against the giants and destroying them. And, of course, Joshua was the leader at that time. You know, he was a great leader. So there was a test there. If you want to possess the land, you have to do as God says and go forward. But the children of Israel, the ones who had seen his miracles, said, no, we can't do it. Because apparently they got short memories. And of course their fear destroyed their faith. You need faith without fear. Because when you walk in faith every day in America, well I believe in God and I'm a Christian, yada yada. Well you've got Christians who live every day around the world. And many of them are oppressed, they're persecuted, they're killed, and many other things. You've got to have gut, in the gut faith. Something that pushes you on. That you believe that you believe that God will make a way for you. So we're not able to go against them. They're stronger than us. They're giants. Yeah, and we, we have a God of the universe that does all these miracles, but uh, he can't do anything either because uh, he's just a God up there somewhere. And uh, these people are real people, and they're like giants. I mean, who can fight them? That's defeatist faith. And it's just like all this stuff that's going on. And it's being funneled for the most part. And there's both Democrats and Republicans in this push. So the Republicans are not out of this. What's happening to America is judgment. We forsook the Lord a long time ago. Tower and I have been warning. Now we're, you know coming to the close of this year which will close our 25th year this is our 25th year but you see this is just our 25th year of this end time ministry we've been doing you know we began back in the mid 70s so we've been walking a walk a long time And it hasn't been easy. But you see, somewhere along the line, you've got to stand up. So, the result is this. Of course, you come to the promised land, and you say, oh, good. You know, we're going to get in here. Well, see, this is in the Old Testament where God fought with him and blessed him. And in the New Testament, the rules are a little different. We're to love our enemies. We're not to kill them. And if they're hungry, where to feed them? And so there's a lot of issues here. So taking a look at Numbers 14, And all the congregation lift up their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. There you go. They're crying because if they're at the end of the rope, they come all this way and now they can't go into the promised land because the giants are there and God's not going to help us and we're just, oh, woe is us. Now you see, 
I'm a firm believer. Now, I don't care what kind of believer you are. If, if you don't want to be a firm believer, that's fine. I don't care. I don't have the time to argue with you. But I'm telling you that we need to develop better faith in America. And we need to be hard-nosed about that faith. And when there is no water, we have to believe for water out of the rock to give us water. When there is no food, we have to believe that God will provide manna. Or he'll cause the wind to blow to bring us birds to eat. He provides somehow. Because food's going to be a big deal. Many are going to starve because they just sit down and say there's no hope. But I've seen Christian villages. I've seen these people who are Christians and they just sit there and die. I've seen a woman and she has her baby there and the only way the baby can get food is through her nipples. But she doesn't eat. She's starving. She does not have enough energy to pick up her child right. The child is staring blankly with his mouth open while the flies are flying in and out and around. She's sitting in a position and looks about as bad as the baby does. And they're sitting there starving. And in this incident, was in a country in Africa. They sent to them grain. And they rejected the grain. Because they wanted non-GMO. And so... There was no food. They would have had food. But the government wouldn't accept it. And this was at the beginning of the GMO stuff and everything like that. And I don't blame them for not wanting it. But the issue of it is, if you are starving to death and have no choice, eat the frickin' grain. But they rejected it. We're coming at a time when there is not going to be extra food. See, I was raised up in the 50s, going into the 60s. I mean, America was wealthy. We had drive-ins galore. We would drag Main Street with our friends. I had a 58 Chevy. And you had drag Main going out to the drive-in, turning around and going back down the other way through Main. And there was a circle and all the kids made it. And you'd have kids in every kind of style of car. They would be on motorcycles. Main Street would be filled on a Friday night and Saturday night. We never worried about food. We didn't worry about the Vietnam War per se. But I wound up in the Navy and the Vietnam War was going fine. You know, going good. It was killing and murdering everybody. That's how a war goes good. And Johnson was in and his policy was to use stuff to burn the jungles down to the ground so they can get to the Kong. He didn't think about global warming then. He didn't think about the consequences. He didn't worry about putting the fires out. And then you have the age Agent Orange. So it wasn't a good time. And this isn't going to be a good time. It's going to be worse. A lot worse. 
And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and, and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would God that we had died in this wilderness? Now see, that's not an unusual statement. Because when people get to the end of their rope with no hope, then they might as well die. Many give up. If you're going to make it through this, you cannot allow yourself and your family to go to this point because you will die. You have to have faith. You have to believe. And Tower and I have always believed this. If there was a flood coming and our house was in the way, we believed we could fast and pray, you know. And when it finally got to us, that it would go around our house if we commanded it. Jesus said, greater things than these shall you do, because I go to my Father. Well, let's put it blank like this. He raised Lazarus from the dead, and Lazarus had been dead for four days. He raised him from the dead, and he should have been stinking by then. Everything, the decomposed nature, the body, he made it to where this guy was alive and his body worked. That assured his divinity before the crowd. Because nobody could do that. Nobody had ever done that. So if we can do greater things than these, than our Lord, because he's with the Father, where are they? Yeah, we have people being raised from the dead. We have people coming back from the dead. And we have all this stuff. That's fine. Yada, yada, yada. Whoopee. What we want are miracles of provision, deliverance, and safety. Physical miracles. And by the way, we've seen them. In our show, the advocacy show we do for the persecuted church. There have been miracles going on in India and other places. In one instance, the pastors that were doing the preaching had a big crowd that they wanted to baptize. And so they went to this place to baptize them, and they were there baptizing them. And then a crowd of, I mean, an army of Muslims showed up. They started shooting at them to kill them. And as soon as they started shooting, I'm not sure how much later, a dust storm came up. And it was so bad they couldn't see. And so they were fighting their horses, they were doing all this stuff, the army was. And in this dust storm formed a wall around the army. And in the midst of it was the Lord, and they saw him. And he, and he told them, I died for your sins. He told them a few things. And the army left real quickly. But after that event, the pastors that were baptizing everybody got a visit from these Muslims who were on the horses including the leader of the group and they all wanted to know how to become Christian now you see we've seen and when I say we've seen in the contacts who contact us and through the various things. We, we did another one this week from a group that we know that has churches throughout 
the Mideast and Africa. And they were relating a recent miracle that they had. These things are happening, folks. And they're delivering Christians from being killed. Now, of course, not everybody gets delivered. But I'm a firm believer that in these last days, even though the devil make war against the believers, that they'll be able to see miracles and signs and wonders and deliverance. So when we talk about this, the kingdom war, I'm talking about you living your lives in the middle of this mess that we're in and of Klaus Schwab, who is a German. His dad is connected to Hitler, just like Soros is the same way. And, and Soros is responsible for paying and organizing, swamping America with illegals and supporting various... Uh, people to become major players in America like the governors, attorney generals, etc. that are Soros appointed. And they work against America. And their job is to destroy America as they know it. That's what Soros's point is to do his old goal when we were doing research many years ago his quotes were all over the place he liked to play God he said he got used to it he doesn't worry about the consequences in other words if people get killed who cares he didn't We knew about Barack Obama simply because I had a pastor friend who I interviewed numerous times by the name of Sister Pat who did missionary, who, who did evangelistic work in Africa and knew the pastors out there. And one of the pastors knew Barack Obama and he told her unequivocally that Barack Obama was doing blood sacrifices to the devil in order to become president of America. So one day I was in my office and I got a package from Africa. And it detailed, it was about five inches thick. It had paperwork on everything. And it detailed and poorly poor English, it was hard to read what had been going on and what was going to come in America and they said there will be an African by the, they didn't know his name at that point now the pastor knew him but this package, I don't know who it came from but I received a package every week that told me about this man. At any rate. So it wasn't surprising when all of a sudden a couple years later Barack Obama shows up whose roots were from Kenya and he claimed to be an American because his mom, and, I think his mom or his dad was here think it was his mother and so it says that he was a resident of Hawaii but this wasn't a normal guy everything about him was a lie That's what the history said. And I've seen a video, a live video, where he admitted to a crowd that he was never an American. That they had plotted that. 
and it was just like a YouTube video. See, this is what people are doing while America is asleep. So the children of Israel here, instead of, uh, and this is at Kadesh, by the way, Kadesh, instead of following the Lord, they said, And wherefore has the Lord brought us unto this land to fall by the sword, that our wives and our children should be a prey? Were it not better for us to return to Egypt? And they said one to another, Let us make a captain and let us return to Egypt. You want to go back. Be, whenever you see that phrase, let us return to Egypt in the Christian, when we look at it in the context of being a Christian, that is backsliding. God requires you to go forward, not back. He requires you to have faith. And Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, which were of them that searched the land, rent their clothes, and they spake unto all the company of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we pass through to search is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delight in us, he'll bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only rebel not ye against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bread for us. Their defense is departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. But all the congregation bade stone them with the stones. And the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the people of Israel. And the Lord said unto Moses, How long will this people provoke me? How long will it be ere they believe me for all the signs which I have showed them? And I will smite them with the pestilence, disinherit them, and will make them Make of thee a greater nation mightier than they. He was going to make it of Moses. And see, this is where Moses intercedes. So the point of this, and this is what Moses said to the Lord, Pardon, I beseech thee, iniquity of this people according unto the greatness of thy mercy, as thou hast forgiven this people from Egypt even until now. And the Lord said, I have pardoned according to thy word. And he says of Caleb in this, But my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with me, has followed him fully. Followed me fully. Him will I bring into the land wherein he went, and his seed shall possess it. So this is quite extensive, and the judgment, but as for you, your carcasses, they shall fall in this wilderness. That was the ones who doubted God. So we're talking about fighting against God. Now's not the time to fight God. The kingdom war and the coming king. It's ongoing. Been ongoing since the time of Christ and before. And darkness is going to arise like you've never seen. There will be a one world global order. But it's not going to be run by Klaus Schwab. It's not going to be run by the Democrats. They're mere tools. They're actually setting this up for the Antichrist. Now see, we have Revelation, you can look at it, but it doesn't give you details. With all prophecy, it covers the high points across time. And you will find preachers who will give you details. They're wrong. But they'll give you details. They will tell the church that they're going to be taken out in a pre-trib rapture or mid-trib. They're wrong. I don't teach on the rapture. I teach on just serving God, being ready when he comes back. That's a strategy that will keep you prepared. Because the people that live in America think that they're going to be delivered from all this. They're not. They're in it right now. 
And for those who believe there's only seven years of tribulation, well, we've been seeing an increase of stuff for the end of days since the year 2000. And all of that, a lot of that has been tribulation and trouble, especially for the church worldwide. So don't tell me there's seven years of tribulation. That's absolute fodder. There's nothing in, nothing in the Bible that tells you it's seven years. I, yes, and I know where they get the seven years. They're wrong. And I could care less whether anybody believes me or not. But I'm telling you, pay attention and listen to this. You need to keep the faith. You need to be fierce in your faith. You need to be able to stand on this evil day. Well, be blessed, my friends. Be sure to visit our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Listen to the shows and the articles. We're getting more and more people that are listening to the shows and, and they're liking them. You can look at the bottom of the shows, <clears throat> of the articles where the shows are at, and you can see people. And they have a little square who they are and we're getting more and more all the time and check out my book The Rising which I wrote before COVID before all of this got to this point and in it I show you the rising and what is behind it it's a Christian fiction thriller but in it are details of what we're experiencing right now the Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. Get the book. Read the book. And also leave a review. And if you can't find a place to leave a review, then send it through our contact page to us. And if you want us to respond to you, be sure you put your email in it. That's The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. This is serious business, folks. But God is a serious God. Now's not the time to be weak in the knees. So seek the Lord. Listen to the word. Play the word. I play the word of God throughout the week. And there's many times I have entire playlists that I let it play all day long. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Be safe. Have a good weekend, too. We dealt with some heavy stuff, but you can have a good weekend. You can have fun. Have fun. Let your kids have fun. And you don't need to tell your kids everything. You need to be the strong one. When it's time, you can tell them. But just protect them. Protect yourself and your family. That's what I care about. The professional preachers, they can believe what they want. I'm concerned for the innocent. I'm concerned for those like you. And Tower and I, this is why we do this for you. With love, the watchman in Tower. Believe that. Take care of yourself. Because the last thing you need is to turn your family over to these wicked who are doing what they're doing. And they're corrupt. They're liars. They're the ilk. Like Cain. So until next time, we have shows on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday morning. And we have articles and I'm always writing and editing and taking care of the websites. So check them out. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.